There is nothing more intoxicating than the meld of emotions and sensations that is Friday night. Friday night is the sound of that crowd, the pride of that community, the way that that grass smells. I've never felt in my adult life the way that I felt on Friday nights. That's what those kids are playing for. They're playing for that emotion. They're playing for that brotherhood and all of that sensory input that comes from Friday night. All right. Welcome to Friday Night Addiction. I know what that sounds like. It sounds like we're we're in a rehab center and we're going to, you know, talk about, you know, drugs and opioids and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I obviously far from it. You know, what we're going to do is talk about something far more exciting, far more great. Um, and that's and really in the fabric of American society. And that is high school football in America. Uh, we call it Friday Night Addiction because it really is. Um, if, if you've traveled, if you grew up, if you were fortunate enough to grow up in a small town or, you know, not even a small town. If you grew up in a, in a, in a football state um, where people love Friday Night Football and they love what it brings and the pageantry and, you know, the pomp and the circumstance and all those things that come with it, um, not just the football in itself, but the fact that every kid gets to play. Right, the fact that every kid, if if they really want to enough, um, they can join a high school football team. Um, you know, football, in my in my opinion, is you know, especially at the high school level, is not about talent. Uh, talent's great, and we'll we'll get into all those things, but uh, it's not about talent. It's about whether you can withstand it, or whether you can do it, whether you accept the challenge of being a high school football player, of being a football player, and what comes with that. You know, that's that's the that's the the summer lifting and running, the winters, um, the film sessions, the long practices, the cold weather, um, all those things that come with the sacrifice of being, you know, a high school football player, which are which are unlike anything else. And I think really the only only people that even compare uh, probably are wrestlers, um, you know, for the amount of sacrifice that has to go into the game of football. For, and not just, you know, on the physical side, but the mental side, you know, what it takes out of you. Um you know, it's such a pull, but it's so addicting. And anybody that's done it, anybody that belongs to this fraternity, and it is a fraternity, and and I and I, I stand to believe that there, there's no greater fraternity on earth than those that have played the game, those that love it, and understand what life lessons they got from it. You know, and I know for me personally, that's 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 a lot of that. A lot of who I am is is um, in the fabric of what I did as a high school football player, not in my identity, but the things it gave me to help me get through life, to help me get through college, uh, to get me, to get me to try to be successful in my, in my career. Um, so, and I know I'm not the only person that feels like that. I know there's millions of people around the country uh, that feel that way. And I know there's millions of people around the country like me that love it, that are addicted to it. Don't know really why, you know, you find yourself driving somewhere on a Friday night and you see those lights on and all of a sudden all the, all it all comes back to you. Um, or you're, you're at a game on a Friday night because you, like me, are a junkie and you need to, you need a fix. I don't care what town, what city I go to, I need to go to a game. And I do that everywhere I go. Um, if I'm traveling and if I'm local, then, you know, in my career, I'm already at the game anyway. So, um, you know, that's why. That's why we call it Friday Night Addiction. Because it's an addiction. Um, and 
I don't expect the whole world to embrace that. I don't expect the whole world to 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 look at that you know title and say, oh, you know, it's not you know because it's not for everybody. And, and I think that's the great thing about it again is that football is not for everybody, but it can be if you really want it. And that's the beauty of both sides of it. So Friday night addiction, short for FN for FNA. Our our I'm sorry, I guess it's now X. Our X handle is FNA HS football. Um, that's Friday Night Addiction High School Football. You know, when we put these episodes out, I hope you guys will tag us. I hope you'll you'll listen. Uh, I hope you're entertained. I hope you'll have some, you know, maybe topic stuff for us to, to share, uh, stuff that maybe we didn't think about talking about that we can then put in. Um, or just, you know, tell us you hate it. <laughs> tell us, tell us you tell us you think it sucks. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, you know, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why we were doing this. Um, you know, during COVID, we were all looking for something to do, right? Like some of us were watching, you know, watching TV shows. Some of us were trying to find as many movies as we could, Netflix and Prime and Hulu and all that kind of stuff. You know, I know, like, I watch the craziest shit ever um, in my Netflix show. And, like, and, and during COVID, that I would have never, ever watched before. Would have never sat down. You know, watch that, I watched that, you know, uh, Exotic Joe thing, you know, where the guy's like, you know, doing with lions and like I'm completely captivated watching this show every day trying to binge watch I think it can't get any worse and like that's what COVID was like we were all sitting in a house trying to find things to entertain us and so then I got into podcasts I, I started you know figuring finding podcasts to, to listen to and you know try to find things I was interested in and I could never find anything um I couldn't find what I wanted let me rephrase I, I found some college football stuff, found some pro stuff. That was all great. I listened to some of that stuff, um, and that's become a routine of mine. But I, I, a couple months in, I started to think to myself, why is there not a high school football podcast? Why is someone not talking about high school football? And I don't mean specific to their region, you know, their state, their school, but just from a national perspective to talk about the love of the game, why why people love it, why we're all, all of us sickos feel the way we feel about it. And, you know, I kept trying to figure out, like, you know, and, and Google and research, you know, some, and I found some pretty pretty cool ones, but none that do exactly, you know, what, what this show is going to be intended to be. Um, and we're going to intend this to be a national show, right? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about high school football from a, from a national perspective, not just a local perspective. And, you know, with, with some of our, some of our knowledge and, and my specific knowledge to, to states that I've lived in and regions that I've been a part of the country. Um, and, you know, I got friends that coach all over all over America and, you know, I'm going to use them as resources and I'm going to have some of them on the show. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to spend a lot of time, um, talking about football everywhere. And some of it may be ignorance. We'll do, we're going to do our research uh, but, you know, you guys will probably be able to help us, right? If we're off topic or we're off base on a particular state or a particular county or region, uh, you guys you guys will be able to help us, you know, educate us. We may disagree, right? This, this, this is not a, this is not a uh, show for that everybody's going to agree with. I get it. But, you know, there's going to be some controversial things. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that as well. Um, so anyway, that, that's what the show, that's what the show is going to be. Um, that's what you can expect. You can expect... You know, weekly topics, you know, we're going to, the aim is to do the show once a week and to have these conversations at large, you know, once a week. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of concentrate on one topic, maybe two, um, and touch on those things pertaining to it. 
you know, I mean, we, we really, we really want to talk about everything, right? We're, we're talking about the history of high school football, why it became such a phenomenon in this country, why it continues to be such a phenomenon in this country, why it also, and, and I'm going to be honest, right? I want to talk about why less kids are playing it these days. Um, we, we all know about CTE. We all know about, you know, the stats and the statistics driven and the movie concussion and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I want to talk about something else that people don't talk about with it. Right. I want to talk about how hard it is. I want to talk about why high school football has become the easiest sport in America to quit when it used to be the hardest sport in America to quit. Right. There used to be so much peer pressure on kids to play. And I'm not saying that was all healthy either, but it used to be so much pressure on kids to play that they wouldn't quit football because they had to go to school and be around their friends. And now it's become like the school, the cool sport to quit. Right. So I want to talk about, you know, those that and moms that make decisions on their kids playing football and, you know, where that's coming from. And I want to talk about, you know, this generation of kids, right? How different they are, not just from mine, but the ones before us and, you know, the difference of, of the work ethic. And, you know, there's some controversial stuff in there too, because I know people don't always agree, but, you know, I've found this to be a very different generation that we're, that we're, that we're dealing with now. And, and they simply, I think, make decisions based on, not all of them, but I think a lot of them make decisions based on, you know, how much they, they're going to have to put out, you know, investment. Investment used to be one of those things that you used to want to invest in things. You used to want to have to sacrifice and, and give your all and, and be emotionally wrapped up in. And I think kids, this generation of kids are attacking the world differently and they're attacking, you know, their decisions of playing a sport or not playing a sport differently. So, you know, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about NIL. I don't want to talk about that a lot because <laughs> I, quite frankly, I'm hoping it just, it, you know, and I know it's not going to go away. I'm, I'm a realist. You know, I understand where this is going, but you know, that's not something that I want to, you know, I, I, I don't know what that's going to look like when it hits high school football. And I know it already has. And I know, you know, some States are already done with that. And most States have already passed some legislation for NIL. Um, I'm in a current state that has as well. Uh, but you know what that animal is going to look like. Um, I want to talk about <sighs> coaches. Right? What makes good coaches? What makes what makes you know good coaching states, good coaching leagues? What kind of resources are provided? All right, that attracts coaches to those states. I want to talk about what kind of facilities these school districts are providing um, that makes it attractive. How are they providing these things? Right? Everybody you know in a public school setting is dealing with ramifications of school budgets and you know and interscholastic athletics. You know th that money has to go to academics first and activities and, and athletics are, are uh, a part of it, but, you know, some states just do a better job of allocating money. How is that? Why is that? I want to talk about that and then how that pulls coaches uh, to those areas. I want to, I want to talk about states with the best players, with the best athletes. Um, you know, not, not, not the best football states, right? Let's be careful. I want to talk about the states with the best athletes, right? And why they have the best athletes. I want to be honest about that too. It's going to get, I'm telling you, it's going to get dicey. It's going to get dicey because I'm going to say some shit that people aren't going to like. Right? We want to talk about why Florida has the best athletes. We're going to have to, we're going to, have to go back 450 years. <laughs> right? We're, we're going to have to have that conversation <laughs> about why Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, right? Why they produce the level of athlete they produce. Uh, because some people, you know, I know, there's a lot of state pride in football and, you know, I certainly feel that way and we'll get into my history. Um, there's a lot of state pride in football and, you know, we have the best athletes and we have the best players. We have the toughest players and 
you know, there's 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 some historical things to that that people just don't talk about. And I want to talk about them. I want to talk about them because it's important shit. And it's things that people have ignored. And it doesn't mean that they don't have the best athletes. It's not that whatever argument is made doesn't mean that it's not true. But we're going to talk about why it is. Right? And then we'll go from there. We'll see, we'll see what we can get into. Right? We'll see what kind of trouble we can get into with it. All right? Now, I'll, I'll tell you a big one. You know, we're going to rank our football states. Right? We're going to rank, you know, from my standpoint, who I, who I, who I feel is the best state that plays the best brand of football. Right? My top 10 in the country. Right? What I, what, how I perceive it. How I, how I see it to be. Right? And it, it, that, that's going to probably shock some people. Um, you know, I think people have it laminated in their head who they think the top three, four, or five football states are. And, you know, I, I've got a probably a little different perspective and I'm going to give it. Right? And I know, that, you know, if, if this show takes off and you guys listen, you know, our, our, uh, our X feed will, will go crazy <laughs> because I, I don't think people are going to like some of it. Which again is great, great for us, great for the show, uh, and great to just have dialogue. I want to have some dialogue. I want to have some fun. I want to talk about the thing. One of the things I love the most in this world, and that's high school football. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um, we're gonna talk about states with the best coaching. What makes what makes what makes good coaching, right? I've coached in multiple states, and and I, I certainly have a perspective. And you know, we're gonna talk about those things as well. Uh, we're gonna talk about coaching contracts, right? Again, back to the resource part. We're going to talk about coaching contracts. We're going to talk about everything you could you could think that encompasses a high school football program. We're going to, we're going to talk about it. We got to. Got to. Got to talk about it. Again, back to COVID. This is what I wanted. I was looking for somewhere that talked about it. If I want to talk about, if I want to hear about NFL football or, or pro football, I can turn on any channel. I can just hit seek on my radio dial. And something will come up and somebody's talking about it. Why can't we talk about that for high school football? So that's what we're going to do. So I want to kind of give you some perspective on just me and why I'm doing this. I know people are thinking, like, why is he doing this and who the hell is he? Um, you know, I am, you know, uh, I'm from, I am from Ohio. I'm unapologetic about it. And that, that'll be controversial too. I am, I am unapologetic about being from the state of Ohio. I'm from Southwest Ohio, born and raised. Um, you know, grew up in, in obviously a football state, in a diehard football state. Um, you know, I'm a product of Dayton Public Schools, which is not a great football uh, school setting. Um, it's okay. But if you look at all the schools that are on the outskirts of Dayton versus the schools that are inside of Dayton, it's very different. Now, I'll tell you, we have at, we had athletes pound for pound for anybody. But if you talk about programs, like we weren't on those levels. Um, but my experience are driven by, one, my public school experience in taking public schools and playing football. But then, two, you know, my other experiences, right, in the playoffs and going around and watching other schools in the suburbs and, you know, watching their pageantry and watching, you know, their facilities and all those sorts of things and, you know, understanding what the differences is between the have and the have-nots. Why do they have these things? Why didn't we? Right? Why? Why do they have all these resources? Why do they have all this funding? Why do they have all this parent support? Why do they have all this? You know, like we're pulling up in yellow buses and they're pulling up in coach buses. Like, why are those things? We're all playing the same game. We all love it. We're all making the sacrifice. We're all running the same sprints and lifting the same weights. Why do they have these things? That shaped me. Right? That shaped me as as a, as a high school 
kid playing this game, but it also started making me think um, as an adult and as a man about, you know, some of my life choices and things that things that we needed to do. So, you know, again, back to talent, and I, and I want to be very clear, there's going to be a difference in these conversations about talent versus um, resources or opportunity, right? Because, you know, in Dayton Public Schools, we have athletes as, as, as many or as, as much as anybody else. Uh, we we don't really get out there every every week. You know, I was lining up against a different guy that was going to some division division one school. You know, I, I played I played against you know four or five guys uh, in high school on a daily basis that played in the NFL. Um, so not, that's not I'm not we're not going to get overly caught up in talent. Just like as a high school kid, we didn't get overly caught up in that because we knew we were playing against great talent all the time. The other things weren't there, right? Why didn't our stands look the same way, right? Why did wasn't wasn't many student section involvement? Right, all those sorts of things. So, you know, my my history is shaped by that. I spent, you know, I've spent twenty years as a coach at the high school level. Um, you know that 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 shapes my experience. Obviously, I've coached at every kind of high school. I coached in the inner cities, um, so uh, you know I, that's where I'm from. That's a natural fit for me. It's 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 natural fit, as in I'm used to those problems and those you know, circumstances that come with it and being able to navigate it because I come from that. You know, I relate to it and I understand it. Um, I've coached in the suburbs. I've coached, you know, I've coached in Pennsylvania um, on the main line. Um, so I get that part of it too. And that was a little harder for me to digest. Um, you know, I'm used to coaching at places where they have real problems and real life problems, real life stuff going on. And that was, you know, a really adjustment. I still love the kids. Love the experience. You know, it was a great experience, great opportunity. But you really start to put things in perspective. And it's great to have those resources. It's great to have all those things that you need to try to be successful. Um, and, you know, kids were great. But you start to understand that this world, you know, it, it's really a microcosm, microcosm of the world and how everything works. Um, you know, and I've coached us some blue-collar programs here in the suburbs, right? And not all suburbs are rich. Uh, I've coached us some blue-collar programs, and I got some experiences from them. Um, you know, I, I've been, I, I guess I would say, mildly successful um, as a head coach. You know, I rebuilt two programs. Um, you know, uh, took one program, first winning season in 25 years, uh, first playoff berth in 20 years. Um, within in year three, you know, we went we went from. You know, they went from consistently being a you know a two win, three win team to a you know to a to a seven and three team, and you know were able to have some success before I before I left and you know I actually moved down to Florida, um, and then you know I came back and took over another um, suburban program, and you know was was there for a couple of years until I until I took a different position, but you know again rebuilt it again, and now here we are in year five. Um, with another head coach, obviously, but in year five with, you know, having a lot of success and, and doing it again, really did it with the same blueprint, um, you know, which at the end of the day is, is, is love. You know, I believe in loving your players. I believe in, you know, I believe that if you care enough about kids that they'll care enough about what, you know, what you're doing and they'll want it, they'll want to do it too. Um, and that, that's truly, it sounds cliche. You can call it whatever you want, but you know, I love them. I coach them hard and, and, and I love them more. And that's been that's for me that's been successful. Uh, that I've been I've been successful as a coach doing it that way. And as long as I'm around kids in my life, it's the way I'm going to do it. 
Um, I think you coach with your heart. I think relationships are a contact sport. Um, you know, I believe in transformational coaching. I don't really like transactional people. I especially don't like transactional coaches. If you're one of them, you're going to struggle with me. Um, and we're going to talk about those too, because I, I think there's a lot of coaches out here that are that are very, very, very successful, but who are transactional. We're going to have a conversation about those because there's some national high school coaches out there that you know, you know the names, and they've they've come off as you know they've come off as great coaches, and you can't deny what they've done. I would I would tell you right off the bat, and I don't, I'm not going to get all the way into it. Rush Probst comes to my mind. Rush Probst, highly successful coach, down in Alabama, down in Georgia a little bit. Highly successful. But I'd argue with you that's a transactional coach. I'm not saying he doesn't love his players in some way. I'm not saying some of those players wouldn't wouldn't, you know, tell you that they love him. But, you know, we know, right, from from the past how what's happened. And, you know, we're gonna talk about those guys. Because I don't give a shit. The people are gonna get exploited. Right? I'll exploit myself in some ways too, but we're like we're gonna people are gonna get exploited. We're gonna have a conversation about those people because I feel strongly about transactional versus transformational. I think that's a word that any industry can use, or or, or terms that any industry can use. And I think if you're looking for transactional people, then you need to work at a bank. If you're looking for transformational people, you need to work with people. Um, and that's my that's been my focus on kids. So, anyway, life lifelong football guy. Ohio guy, unapologetic about it. Love the state of Ohio. Proud of where I'm from. Made me who I am. You know, and I love the Buckeyes, so you can go to hell already. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, I hear from you Penn State fans or Michigan fans or, or uh, you know, especially you Southern fans. Like, I'm a Buckeye through and through. Always will be. Always have been. Uh, nothing will ever change that. Very proud of it. Again, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody being proud of where they're from and who they are. Um, especially if it's something to be proud of. And I certainly feel feel that pride in my state and where I'm from and, and the programs that that you know I've been around in my life. So anyway, that's me. Uh, that's me. That's my life. Uh, that's why we're here. That's what that's those those are some of the things we're going to talk about. Like I said, we, the plan is to try to do a program a week. You know, we might aim for Thursday nights uh, to get this out. Um, you know, and again, I don't expect this to be, you know, I'm not looking here for some national show and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, some people do this stuff and they got eye in the pie. So that's not what I'm looking for. I just want to talk ball. I just want to talk football. I want to talk about all the things that, that come with it. I want to talk about, you know, again, I want to talk about coaches. I want to talk about players. I want to talk about regions. I want to talk about administrations that support it and don't support it. I want to talk about towns and cities that support it or don't support it. And then why do they support it or don't support it? You know, I want to talk about... I want to talk about why kids play, why kids don't play, what what kind of decisions parents are making these days about their kids playing, moms are making about their sons playing. You know, I want to I want to talk about you know why why it is what it is, right? And I want to have a lot of fun doing it. I, I, I'm going to bring in some coaches of mine from all over different states. Uh, we're going to do a lot of research. We're going to try to be really researched up on the topics and the things we talk about. We don't, I don't like being ignorant. Uh, that's why I said earlier, if you, you, you hear some stuff and you know, it doesn't sound right. Educate us. I'd rather be educated. I'd rather say something and then be educated than, than to, than to, you know, just be guessing. So, you know, that's, that's what the show's going to be about. I hope you guys, I hope you guys like it. Um, this is the introduction. Uh, our next show, you know, we'll have, we'll have a couple topics and we'll get right into them immediately. Um, I got a great producer, 
who's helping. So all, all the stuff that you're going to hear, you know, the, the intro music, outro music, you know, it's going to be a big shout out to, you know, double G, uh, as I, as I call them. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and we'll just see where it goes. No, no, no expectation of other than if you like high school football and you like topics that pertain to high school football, come to Friday night addiction. It's what we all do anyway. All right, guys, listen, we're going to close with this, right? Like I love, because I love Friday nights and I love the band and I love, and I also went to an HBCU unapologetic plug. Um, you know, and at my high school, you know, again, public high school setting. So picture, you know, mostly, mostly black, um, you know, they would play, you know, really nice cultural music. Um, so we didn't play the whole, you know, just the regular band stuff. We played, we played some really good stuff. So, um, what you're going to, what you're going to hear on the intro is, is, you know, we think we got a great intro that, you know, we got from, from, from some stuff, um, that was done a few years ago. And we're gonna play, but also in the outro music is what you're gonna hear is, you know, the way the way I like the way I like the Friday night to end, right? And the music I like to hear when I'm when I'm when I'm wrapping up, uh, you know, Friday night football game. So anyway, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for taking some time and listening. Um, like the video, follow us on on uh, X at FNAHS Football. That's Friday Night Addiction High School Football, and uh, we'll keep delivering content. All right, guys, see you.